It's raining men in the studio tonight. We're talking about dudes that are male entrepreneurs. Very excited, so make sure that you stay tuned to find out what's been happening behind guys as guests on YFE TV. Jennifer Donna, I'm the director of youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com, and you're watching the weekly live stream that happens every Thursday night here at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, called Young Female Entrepreneurs. Uh, tonight's show is all about guys as guests. We've For the last three weeks, we've been having young male entrepreneurs on the show, and it's been fantastic. A great learning experience and a great way to kind of have a, come from a different perspective in a lot of ways. Um, tonight, my uh, co-host is Han Solo. No, not really. It's not. <laughs> but I thought this is the funniest thing. So uh, we're in the Oval Eye TV studio, and one of our team members, we're producing her show now, too. It's called The Small Businesses Do It Better Show. And allblownup.com, right? Yeah. So sh they sent her a bunch of cutouts. It's by uh, Shelly. She has the, um, the towel company from the Shark Tank. She was a guest, and she's become good friends with Krissa. And uh, she sent <laughs> these cutouts. So I thought they were the funniest things. Uh, so anyway, thanks guys and thanks Han. I've, I'll take it from here. So anyway, tonight's show is going to be a lot of fun because we're talking about men and I don't have a guest on tonight because <laughs> we're going over a lot. Um, if you're on the show, uh, if you're watching the show right now and on chat, hello, um, Callie, Callie Min at Callie Min on Twitter. Thank you so much for being on the chat and live. Uh, if you want to watch it live, it's like I said, every Thursday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, and it's about 30, 20 to 30 minutes long. I try and keep it compact, lots of information in that half hour, and you can watch it at Young entrepreneurs.com slash live or yfe.me slash watch dash it. Um, so anyway, uh, no guests on tonight, but we will be going over some of the, the last three guests that happened and some of the big takeaways from them. Because one thing that I noticed, very interesting, yes. Um, actually, the big sponsor here for Young Female Entrepreneurs, the person, the thing that is bringing the show, and I did not tell my producer about this, but what I want to highlight big tonight is YFECon.com, and we'll be, we're going to be talking about that in just a few minutes, because Ovali, um, we're in the studio right now, we're producing it, we're doing all the live stream stuff, but we're also going to be producing YFECon, uh, and that's a big deal, um, so we're going to be talking about that in just a little bit, so... Hi, Jules. Thank you so much for being on the chat. Uh, so uh, going back to what I was talking about, uh, we've had guys as guests. We're going to talk about the the recap of them. The three There's three guests. We're going to be bringing, bringing up some highlights and then introducing you to a number of other male entrepreneurs. The full list of male entrepreneurs is going to be on youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com tomorrow. Um, but one of the things that the reason why I wanted to do this kind of catch-up show was that I noticed that 
the numbers were down for our our iTunes feed. It's interesting because there's a number of subscribers and a number of women that watch every week, and the numbers are usually very good. And the last three weeks, they went down a little bit, and I was I don't know if it's just because you guys don't want to hear from men. You want you come to the show to to find out more about what's going on as far as the young female space, which I totally understand. And that was that's a definitely that's definitely a big piece of young female entrepreneurs is that. We're finding people and bringing them in and highlighting them, um, whereas, you know, they other publications might not do that uh, for whatever reason. So anyway, I want to make sure that we, we show the last three. Carissa, I just saw that you came on. Um, we talked about you just a second ago. Uh, so anyway, <laughs> Young Female Entrepreneurs was um, honored to be highlighted uh, this or today in Fast Company, uh, their Coexist. A piece which is uh, doing the change gen. Uh, it's part of this whole series. Uh, the author or the the writer that interviewed me too for Young Female Entrepreneurs, her name is Whitney Pastrick. She is crazy. The stuff that she comes up with and finds is amazing. So if you guys haven't checked out um, their Change Generation series, definitely make sure that you do that. Uh, I have all the links over at youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com. But very thankful for Fast Company. Anytime Young Female Entrepreneurs gets featured or if anyone wants to feature them, I'm always very happy to do so because the more people that find out about it that are young female in, in their 20s and 30s that own businesses, the better because it just makes the community more vibrant. Uh, so it was definitely an honor to be uh, recognized. But the big people behind Young Female Entrepreneurs is uh, the reason why we are doing what we're doing. And that's, of course, because of you and also our city coordinators. Uh, the first one, of course, is Erin of Los Angeles. Uh, she was one of the first ones that uh, came to me and said, hey, I want to do this in Los Angeles. What do you think? And I was like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so she's fantastic. November 15th after YFECon, she's doing a meetup. And this is really big because it's featuring a number of big players. Um, and uh, yeah, all of it is over on the Young Female Entrepreneurs blog. It talks a little bit about where you can feature or where you can find her on Twitter, like her, and also join each one of our cities has a private Facebook group, which is a big, uh, a nice way to get connected with your neighbors, meet other young women that are in your area specifically, because Young Female Entrepreneurs really does focus on online events, uh, because there's not that many young women as it is. I think a third of young entrepreneurs are female, and so online helps us connect in a big way whereas locally it helps us connect in just an, a real way I guess uh, and so she has that private LA Facebook group um, and then also uh, I am that girl uh, Emily Greener is going to be featured in her November 15th event and it's a big her events always sell out so make sure that you check that out well in advance and follow her on Twitter of course and then of course Marissa of uh, New York City she's uh, Marissa's health and wellness she's fantastic she's got her first YFE meetup happening on November 8th so if you're in the New York City area they have a very uh, a Facebook group that's just getting started and that it's um, pretty active at least in the last couple days definitely uh, so make sure that you join up over there again all of these links are at youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com and then erica zydell she's out in the boston area she doesn't have a meetup plan just yet but erica is amazing this girl always just i don't know it just it cracks me up because new things come out of her all the time and sittingaround.com is her business she's been featured on the yfe live stream she is a role model as a bootstrapper as a mom she was on the cover of entrepreneur magazine as a bootstrapper uh she's her business is is all around solving problems that she's experienced herself as a young woman with a child. Uh, and so she's going to be getting started with the Boston area, but there is a Facebook group already up and ready for Boston. So definitely join up over there and follow her on Twitter. 
her. And then finally, the women behind kickstartkitchen.com, um, Jules and Christina, they've got the book club that we've partnered up with called Bootstrap uh, Book Club. It's their book club, and I basically asked, hey, can we crash your party? <laughs> and they said yes. Uh, because young women, if you're not in one of the cities that you can connect with people over there, you can definitely join the book club because we all get something out of reading business books, and you can meet other young women that share similar values as yourself by discussing these books. So, yeah, very excited about that. Make sure that you follow them on Twitter, that you join the book club. It's over on Facebook. It's totally free. Um, you can find them. It's a private uh, book club all of these groups are private but they're open up so you can actually just request to join they'll check you out just to make sure you're not a bot or something like that and then accept you into the group uh so since we're talking about stuff um before we get into the dude segment because we got a lot of dude stuff to talk about tonight uh let's talk a little bit more about women yfe chat is happening tomorrow night it's our monthly once a month mixer that's at 8 p.m pacific 11 eastern so it's at night if you guys are still awake <laughs> grab a glass of wine or a cup of tea whatever it is that you want to do and um sit down on the couch multitask maybe watch a movie and be on the chat whatever it is that you want to do for Friday nights for me personally are a nice catch up relax night and uh so it's under the hashtag wifey chat shanley knox uh we've had her on the live stream before she's of the um and i gosh i'm gonna butcher this again the nakate project i think that's how you pronounce it gorgeous gorgeous jewelry and a remarkable story the girl is so well connected just doing very innovative things especially around social entrepreneurship uh, she's going to be our hostess. I have an image of her, if you can go down to that. Um, yeah, that's her. Yeah, so gorgeous woman and very well connected, like I said. And so she's going to be our hostess tomorrow. So make sure that you have that on your calendar at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 Eastern. Our last one was Sandy Sidhu. She was also fantastic. Uh, yep, her. Uh, she was great. And again, go to youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com to find out more about YFE chat. Uh, the last thing is, of course, if you go to the calendar page up at the top, if you click on that, you can find out more about all the events that we have going on because there's always something happening at Young Female Entrepreneurs. Uh, one of the things that we did back when CNN International joined us for the, the Twitter chat was that um, we did Instagram at week leading up to it. And that was a huge success. You were able to see other women and what their days look like and you were able to find them on Instagram. Well, we're going to do that for leading up to YFECon, which is the Young Female Entrepreneurs Online Conference. That's November 15th. Uh, we're going to be doing that with Blog It Week. And so each day leading up to the Young Female Entrepreneurs Conference, that's the week before, I believe it starts November 4th or 5th, um, that week, the week that New York City is having their meetup. Uh, each day we're going to have a prompt. And you can follow the prompt directly or you can follow the prompt in kind of like a so-so way. So like we have our favorite things prompt is on a Wednesday. On a Friday, I believe, is stretch it out. Uh, so, for example, the stretch it out thing, you could actually literally, if you're a health and wellness person, write on how a good stretch move. Or you could share your favorite stretching video. Or you could talk about how it is that you've pushed yourself beyond your comfort zone. Um, so we're going to all link up. If you go to facebook.com slash yfentrepreneur, you can link up by adding the link that you wrote about on the blog post and we can find each other in over 140 characters. So while it's great to connect over Twitter, it's even better to do it over those blog posts. So Young Female Entrepreneurs Conference, what all this is leading up to is on November 15th. It's an online conference, totally online. 
And it's different, something different than what we've done before ever. Because it's like this. It's a live stream. It's not a webinar. It's very much personal. It's entertaining. It's fun. It's definitely got a lot of chat stuff. But it's it's exclusive. You have There's a small fee to be involved. And I wanted to make sure that's affordable to every entrepreneur. Because I know uh, the year is closing out. And <laughs> I know you all have uh, your, your cash flow to consider. So I wanted to make sure that it was affordable. And it's all online. And the night before, so it's November 14th at 6 p.m., Pacific 9 Eastern, we're doing a LinkedIn speed networking event. And this is uh, through a company called Yak, Yak First, I think it is. I found them through the YAC, and I'm really excited for that because that's going to be a tremendous way to be able to meet people in a very business-like setting, like as if you were at a happy hour. This The whole event is planned around as if you were in person at a conference, but it's all online and you can be in your jammies. So uh, Thursday night, it's via video, via LinkedIn, and they facilitate it. And then the next day, it's all we've got panels and speakers planned. Um, and then at noon, so the lunch time when you would do table breakouts and kind of meet the other people, we're doing Google Hangout breakouts. Uh, So it's all planned. It's all very catered to young women in their 20s and 30s. And I really hope you guys will join us. It's at yfecon.com and you can sign up. Um, It's $29 for full access. So that means that you can get everything plus uh, the replay. So if you can't make it to the entire day. It's 9 to 3 uh, Pacific or 12 to 6 Eastern. There's been a number of European women that have signed up and done that full access so they can get the replays if they can't stay up that late, that kind of a thing. Um, And then so the last part that I wanted to leave you guys with is on Facebook. If you're not liking our page already, go to facebook.com slash yfentrepreneur. There was a Levo League. uh, I think that's how you pronounce it. Goodness gracious. I'm doing really bad with that, (laughs) a post about mentorship. And I know you guys are always interested in how to find a mentor, how to be a mentor, that type of a thing. And I thought they did a great feature on a woman who found a mentor over Twitter. And she talks about five different pieces of advice for young women and finding the perfect mentor. Um, It's hard as a young female entrepreneur because in a lot of corporate type jobs, you're paired up with a mentor um, because it's in the best interest of the company. If you're a young woman, it's it's only in the best interest of you to ask someone for help, basically. And so I think mentorship is a very great area in how to do that as a young woman. So anyway, check it out, facebook.com slash Entrepreneur. Good job, Leave a League. I really liked it. And so let's get into talking about dudes, because I know that's why you're all here, is because you really want to talk about the guys, right? My producer is a guy. I sure do. <laughs> So anyway, uh, let's go ahead and start by just going over some of the the guests that we had before. We had Nick uh, Soman on, and he is of LikeBright.com. Oh, these are the okay. Here's the whole thing. This is the whole premise behind this, right? So we talk about these women all the time, and I love young female entrepreneurs because we focus on and highlight young women. All the time. We make it a, a big deal about finding them versus just saying, "Oh, this company's cool. I'm going to feature them," and they just they're all dudes. Um. So, uh, but when I asked young women, because one day I just kind of realized that myself, I I talk to young women all day. I talk to women. I talk to women in general through Ovali. And I was like, when was the last time that I talked to a guy that was an entrepreneur? And so um, I asked women in general conversation over Facebook, over Twitter, who the male role models were that they had that were young and male or who, not even role models, who were doing, who was doing cool things in entrepreneurship. And the answers were not, like, I asked women, they were like, you know, I really don't know, to be totally honest with you, off the top of their head. I'm sure they went home and was like, oh, you know, I love this guy or whatever. So anyway, guys, uh, guys' guest month was built out of that. And 
so we had Nick Soman of Lightbright.com, Arel Moody, um, and he's a the he I think he coins himself as the number one young speaker of America. Which he is. He's amazing. <laughs> and then uh, Cody of uh, Five Mile Longboards. He was on last week. So it was a nice array of different. We had tech. We had the speaker. And then we had the retail manufacturing type of a piece. So it was a really fun, fun month. And so I just wanted to talk about some of the highlights that were taken away from that. And the big one for me with Nick so- Soman of LikeBright.com. And I think I talked about this on Bootstrap Book Club in the Facebook group. Was that he talked about uh, giving back to the entrepreneurial community. And what that looks like once. He has exit, and I have a video replay so you guys can check out check that out. And some research at the beginning of the year, you wrote a piece for Geek Wire, pledging to give back five percent uh, to the Seattle Start. And some research at the beginning of the year, you wrote a piece for Geek Wire, pledging to give back five percent uh, to the Seattle startup scene from your exit. So, and you actually named a number of notable startups along with you. What's the what's the premise? What's the idea behind this? And how do you think others can adopt, or why would you? think others ado- should adopt that in their local communities? I don't know if others should or not. I can tell you why I did. Um, you know, I, I was out and talking to some angels in Seattle, and I grew up in this community, and I've always felt like this community is, is one that really supports its own. And sometimes gets, in my opinion, an unnecessarily bad rap vis-a-vis the Valley with regard to, you know, people being willing to invest. And and it may be that the norms in Seattle are a little bit different, but I just found, I was blown away by the support that I've had from this community from day one. And so my own, you know, ideas around the Founders Pledge, which I initially took with myself and my CTO, Richard Luck, um, I, I, w- I was tired of hearing whining and, and probably doing a little whining myself about, oh, the Seattle ecosystem and the you know, the funding community and it's, it's not the Bay area and yada, yada, yada. And I was just thinking, okay, well, complaining isn't fun. What's the, what's the easiest thing that I could do to, to be able to feel like I was maybe taking a step to try to fix this. And so I said, you know, if I'm ever lucky enough to actually get an exit from this or to, to otherwise realize material wealth, you know, I'll have not a leg to stand on if I'm going to complain about this, but not plan to do anything different if I, if I'm in that position. And so, you know, I talked to Richard about that. We both decided that we're going to pledge 5% to support our local startup ecosystem, uh, you know, if an exit was to take place at some point. And when I floated that idea to some local entrepreneurs, we got some heavy hitter support from folks like Rand Fishkin. Uh, and really, you know, it started to take on a little bit of a life of its own. And I give that credit entirely to the Seattle community because, um, you know, I think there's a recognition in Seattle that you have to walk the walk. Um, hopefully, I'll at some point get that opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hope you will too. It sounds like you are on the path, especially. So the, like I said, uh, giving five percent back, which is you know kind of an arbitrary number, whatever it is that you want to give back. But the idea you meet women all the time, and you wonder, I don't know. Now I kind of wonder, like, what are you doing? Why? This this sounds kind of mean, but like, what are you doing <laughs> to help others that you were in our foot, you're in our place at one point. Um, how are you helping the other generation? I think there's a number of women that are more mature, I guess. Uh, Ariana Huffington, um, uh, other women like that that have invested, like in the Levo League, for example. And um, 
And I think that's fantastic. But I think remembering once once it is that you've found that success and been able to do something, what are you going to do with that now? And I liked that he brought that back, that message back, because women, I've talked about this in a number of a number of different avenues or um, venues that we have a tendency, I think, to talk about or that women in general, especially leaders in general. And I think this I don't I don't want to say it's bad in any way that we we need to say no more often and we need to make sure that we, we charge what we're worth and that our experience or expertise is worth something and we need to make sure that people pay for it. Um, but it seems like there should be other ways of giving back versus just saying, okay, it's $140 an hour to get my get my background, Get let me give you information. I mean, could you invest in someone? Could you instead mentor someone that's in a similar industry that that person, because they're successful, is going to make your business or your rep- reputation better? So I think it's an interesting conversation to have versus just having uh, the I'm going to pay you for your experience kind of a thing. So there's different ways to take mentorship and entrepreneurship than just that kind of given, given or taken. No, yeah. So anyway. I really like that message. Moving on, Avril <laughs> Moody, uh, he talked about, so he just did the Impact Awards. Um, and gosh, fantastic guy. His videos are the most fun. If you don't subscribe to him on uh, YouTube already, you need to make sure that you do. He just did a, a thank you how-to kind of a thing, which is really fun. Uh, but anyway, he talked about uh, why it is that women in the Impact Awards, he had, I think it was 80% men 20% women the majority of them are Caucasian and he told he gave us a couple of different videos about it so let's do the first clip so since you mentioned it <laughs> about 80 80% of the businesses that were showcased on there were male 70% of them being Caucasian do you think that this is a a bigger part of a bigger trend that we're seeing that young entrepreneurs are more i guess the majority male and Caucasian yeah, you know, it's so fascinating because the first year, um, I don't have the exact numbers um, pegged to memory, but the first year we did it, out of the top 100, I think we had like five women or something like that, maybe a little less, maybe a little bit more. And this year that we had about 20% um, females, I thought that was um, fantastic. You know, yeah, the lion's share of folks who, who are entrepreneurs, I mean, the lion's share of folks that you'll see are going to be the Caucasian male. But there's this huge um, uh, growth, I think, of other uh, ethnicities, females that are starting to realize that this isn't just a uh, an old boys club. We can all, you know, I mean, that's the beauty of America. No matter who you are, where you're from, you can get things done. So I think there's a lot more people that are, are presenting themselves and are also, most importantly, I think, allowing themselves to be found. Um, what was most fascinating about the Impact 100 experience was we had an entrepreneur who was doing... Uh, $230 million in revenue, and I had no idea who this guy was. And it's like, what the, how are you not on my radar? So a lot of times you have really successful entrepreneurs. We had a great female entrepreneur who has a natural cosmetic line out in Houston, Texas. Had no idea who she was, just she wasn't even on my radar. So part of it is finding those people and getting them on the actual radar. No, I think you did a great job of that. Like I said, there's people on the list that we would have never heard of if it wasn't for you. I... So the last point as far as Arel goes, I really like that he said that we are in a renaissance period, um, that women in general are in kind of our renaissance period for business. And I have a clip of him saying that here. I'm showing the infographic in the back, though, with the little lady. Only her legs are filled up with red. <laughs> 
okay, young female entrepreneurs, we got to fix this. <laughs> do, why do you, why? Like, why do you see, why do you think there weren't that? I know there are young women out there that have successful businesses. Why was, why is only her little legs filled up? <laughs> you know, um, I think that is the million dollar question. Right? Um, we actually get it. We get it tons of times. I won't lie. When we have an extreme entrepreneurship tour event, we work on a college campus and we have the panel portion. It's a one hour Q&A session. And we have our keynote speakers and we have uh, local entrepreneurs. And we always tell the hosts, you know, we want to find a great mix of people. And nine to eight times out of 10, our panel is all male. Um, eight to nine times out of 10, it's all male. And we invariably always get a question, excuse me, why are there no females up here? And I think the answer is one, either they're not being found and um, you know why great sites like yours, Young Female Entrepreneurs exist, is because they need to be found. And I think the other reason is that um, female entrepreneurs, they're just, they're really starting, it's their renaissance right now. Um, I think for a long time, when you thought of an entrepreneur, even students now, they think of a 60-year-old white Caucasian male in a suit in a boardroom in you know Wall Street. That's what they think entrepreneurship is. So if that's what your mindset is of something, it's not going to be a profession that you necessarily see as a viable career path. But then when you start seeing people like yourself, you start seeing people like your guests, like Lisa Nicole Bell and all the other people that you bring on your show, the paradigm shifts and then it becomes, eh, maybe this is something I can do. And that moment, I mean, to me, that moment of this is something I can do is the most crucial moment in someone's self-discovery moment. Because if you don't have it, it doesn't matter how talented you are. If you don't think it's possible, it's not gonna happen. So we need shows like yours. We need websites like yours that showcase it to change the paradigm. So the last uh, clip that I wanted to make sure that you guys got to see was the Cody Shea piece. So he owns Five Mile Longboards, which was something that he first started manufacturing by hand. I guess it's not manufacturing. He handmade uh, each longboard because it was a specific way that he wanted to have it done that all longboarders were really interested in doing that when they go downhill, they could use. And uh, so then he tried to find a manufacturer and ended up creating his own manufacturing system out of it. And uh, it was a, fa a fascinating, fascinating live stream because he talked a lot about that process, but also some of the hardships that he's come along because he just is a guy that absolutely loves longboards and he started a business out of it. It wasn't necessarily the other way around, which I think is a, the way that it happens for a lot of young women. So now if you take it on the flip side, um, he we talked to him about the fact that he has all male employee, like all bunch of men that are ha helping him manufacture these longboards. And he has one female uh, sponsored rider, which sponsored rider is a big deal in the, um, the action sport arena that they kind of go out and market the product for you. So uh, we asked him why that was, and this was his response. Let's talk about the actual team then, because I, looking through the pictures, I know you're on, I understand you're going through an evolution in your company, but your team originally had a bunch of dudes. It was, <laughs> I, you yeah. see the videos, even, um, you, I think you might have one or two sponsored girls, and I could be totally wrong with this. Is are you looking at bringing more girls on on both your you know as on the team, the core inside team, and also in the sponsored area? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we we have one right now, and you know we've had we've had another one in the past, and you know with us it's it's not just like we want to go get a girl rider. It's really like really sex has nothing to do with it at all. It's just a matter of does this person fit into our team and can the whole team get along with that person and 
you know, with us, it's more of like a family. So it's not just um, you're going to come ride for me because I like your skating. It's more you're going to come ride for me because we like your personality and we like you around. You know, it's pretty much as simple as that. So that was, oh, sorry. <laughs> so that was interesting for a number of reasons because uh, if you think about it in this, in terms of business, young women, uh, should we be building a team? Do we need to think about having all women as we bring on people to found the company with us? Uh, do we need to bring in women as employees, what, regardless if you're a female founder or you're a male founder, uh, to bring in that like that wide perspective and I liked how Cody said hey it just comes down to if we like you or not basically if you fit our company culture Um, and it has nothing really in regards to gender but when you're a young woman that's founding a company there's actually a number of benefits that come into play as you're creating that company if you if you bring on other young women there's uh, young entrepreneurship awards there's um there's grants there's award uh, competitions that you will only qualify if your entire team the founding team is under say 35 or under 30 or under 25 years old if your entire team is female um that's another one that's a big deal and then there's also different government programs too so if you're a women-owned company it's 50 percent, i believe ownership 51 percent ownership uh, that will get you into different government contracts, etc. So there's, I mean, there's definitely some things there as far as gender goes. There's benefits if you're thinking about bringing in people into your team that are all women, or that if you're a man that's watching the show because the show's all about men, uh, that you should be bringing in women. Uh, so some interesting stuff there. So before we end, I wanted to go over some some of the people that we think young female entrepreneurs should be following. So the first one is, of course, this has got to be like the first one on everyone's list, but I'm still surprised to this date that how many young women don't know about him, Scott Gerber. So he is a founder of the Young Entrepreneur Council. He's also the author of A Never Get a Real Job. I like the little quotation, guys. Uh, So I've been following uh, Scott Gerber for some time. I think it was 2010, the beginning of 2010 or so. And he was all over everything. I was like, who is this guy? And back when YFE was doing a podcast, an audio podcast, he asked uh, to promote his book on the show. And I, I, you know, I replied to his email right away because I absolutely loved all the stuff that he had been writing about as far as Gen Y goes. And uh, so anyway, he went on to found the, the Young Entrepreneur Council. And if you want to know anything about the cool people to be following in entrepreneurship, you need to be following him on Twitter. Um, check out his book and uh, make sure, of course, that you like Young Entrepreneur Council on Facebook because you can find out a lot about Startup Labs, which is one of their big projects right now. We've talked, we talked to Ryan Pa, who's our second guy to follow um, as a young male entrepreneur. Um, uh, yeah, that's him. That's Scott and Ryan. And Ryan Pa came on the live stream earlier on in the year that t- they talked about Fix Young America, which was one of their big initiatives as far as legislation goes. And now they're doing uh, Startup Labs, which is featuring uh, mentorship, but it's all online mentorship and very data driven. It's fantastic. Uh, Ryan Pa, so this is the wrong guy. Yeah, Ryan Pa is right there. Make sure that you follow him. A lot of you might know of uh, Ryan Pa because of the. Uh, brazen careerist uh i should have just double checked that i never honestly did never use the site um because i never actually went into the whole employment kind of avenue but a lot of young women have used it and know of him uh so he's fantastic 
Um, he was uh, partners with, I believe it's her name is Pen- Pen- Penelope Trunk. I always get her name wrong when I talk about her, but I love her blog. It's always a, an entertaining read. And uh, she mentions him once in a while in the blog and how they built the company together. He's a fun one to follow. So our third one, of course, we just showed it, is David Seitman Garland, which I know all of you adore. <laughs> we talk about women will ask me all the time about the live stream and about how to do video which I am more than happy to talk to anyone about and they always bring it up well you know I've been following David Seitman Garland for some time now and so that's kind of how the conversation starts so I know a lot of you follow him he's doing a lot of cool things as far as um, marketing goes the next one is Brent Bishore. Uh he is awesome gosh this guy is so cool he's the nicest guy very sweet and also crazy successful he's not i don't even think he's over 30 yet um he owns adventures which is doing amazing things as far as um investment goes co-working goes uh tech all sorts of crazy different avenues that he's taken his business in and he's just just laid back and very uh, giving of his information you'll find him in forbes and different publications like that where he's a writer uh, so make sure that you follow brent be sure the fifth one is under the under 30 CEO, of course. A lot of you, I'm sure, have been following them for some time now. They're big on search engines, but they're uh, expanding into other areas recently. So you've got the under 30 uh, CEO experience, which is a big deal, uh, where they're taking people, I believe, over in somewhere in South America. I can't remember exactly right now. Uh, But it's Jared and Matt that are the founders of under30ceo.com, and they've got a lot of young women that write for them, um, right? Uh, And also they feature other entrepreneurs. They just did uh, I think under 30 CEO awards they featured people in Boston there was one young female entrepreneur out of the 10 that they featured that's cool uh, so <laughs> uh, another one number 6 is 406 Papu um, Papu I think I'm pronouncing his name right I met him when I was in Washington D.C. when Young Female Entrepreneurs was featured as a uh, champion of change for young entrepreneurs uh, 406 was also and uh, I love this company I think it's very unique in that it's this like lifestyle brand company and that Montana is the area code is 406 and so he created this entire company around the, the, the lifestyle that people have that live in Montana and it's a nonprofit, so they give all the profits back to community organizations that do things for youth and different areas like that which is just an interesting um, business model because the guy is very successful he could build an, a, an amazing company out of it but he was very he's very loyal to his community so it's a really fun one to follow uh, Rayland is the seventh one and these are all ones that young female entrepreneurs are saying you should follow Rayland is the funniest guy I first fa- found him uh, watching a White House uh, event where they invited a lot of young young entrepreneurs in to talk about um, youth entrepreneurship. Yeah, he was just recently uh, featured as the Inc. 30 Under 30. The guy made something like $6 million for this fabulous coach lines. You don't hear of too many young entrepreneurs that have something like buses. And I he kept talking about them like, I think he said carriages, something like that. And I had no idea <laughs> what that but they're in uh, they're in Florida, and I guess that's what they call bus lines there. But anyway, he's very much involved in the entrepreneurship and making sure that um, different things happen. I, the reason why I paid attention to him is because he was talking about tourism and that the president had on the, his agenda at the time to make sure that U.S. tourism people from Europe were coming into the U.S., and he wanted to make sure that they were coming down to Florida uh, to help out his business. So 
great guy to follow. The last three that I wanted to talk about, um, so Shanley Knox of uh, the Nakate Project, who is our YFU chat hostess, she recommended that we all check out Nate of Congo Leadership Initiative. Uh, I asked people on Twitter. She was the one person that tweeted back. So it's at ND Houghton, I think is how you pronounce it. Uh, Congo Leadership Initiative. It is all about training leaders in the Congo to be able to empower youth. And um, if I know Shanley, the people that she recommend are definitely top-notch quality people. And so I'm really excited to follow him a little bit more. So thank you, Shanley, for that recommendation. The next one is from Marley. And this is Facebook uh, recommendations. So a couple months back, we asked people, uh, who, are the, who are the young men that you follow as young entrepreneurs? So Marley came back with three. Uh, the first one is, um, I think I have these out of order from what you have on your slides. Yeah, that's you're going the wrong direction. <laughs> uh, so the first one I'll just say is Derek Halpern because I think that might be the next one up. Yep, perfect. Okay, so a lot of you I feel like know him, Social Triggers. He just recently did a video with uh, Marie Forleo, which I know you all absolutely adore. Uh, he did the Gangnam Style dance at the end. Um, there was a, an image of him doing that. And so Marley, uh, she recommended him. She walked recommended uh someone named pat flynn who i've heard a lot about but honestly have not followed too much and the last one is willie jackson that she's recommended and again i haven't actually that's willie jackson yeah and his company um should be the next image yep and then who's the next image after that Okay. Uh, and then finally, the last one is Chrissy Mariner. She's the Sweet Minerals, who we recommended in our Fall Finds Guide. She's fantastic. Uh, great makeup line. She said that the person that she looks up to the most is Gary Vaynerchuk. Um, and I know a lot of you also follow him. Yep, that's Chrissy. And uh, Gary Vaynerchuk, uh, he has the Thank You Economy. He wrote Crush It. And he's, um, uh, I don't know how old Gary Vaynerchuk is now, but at the time when I did start following him. He's old. Yeah, producer says he's old. But at the time when people were following him, he was definitely a young entrepreneur. I still feel like he's pretty young. He's doing the Birchbox Men stuff. Yeah, I'm sure he's young. Did you guys know that? He's doing Birchbox Men. He's like the sponsor, you know, the the face of Birchbox Men, which I thought is so web (laughs) 2.0. So anyway... Oh, Callie Min said Pat Flynn is smart passive income and he's making 60000 a month on his blog. That is crazy. So let's make sure that we all check out who Pat Flynn is. But anyway, so that was just a few names of uh, men to be following. And we'll make sure that youngfemaleentrepreneurs.com the next day, which is Friday, October 26th, We'll have all of that information up on the blog uh, so you can find out links and all sorts of fun stuff to follow the top young men that are influencing the entrepreneurship space otherwise you guys thank you so much for watching the live stream i always love it when people are on chat it makes the show that much more fun to do uh next thursday 6 p.m pacific 9 eastern we're going to be getting back into talking about the ladies and so the <laughs> guest on uh that's in southern california it's going to be a lot of fun to talk to her she's got a really innovative interesting business to to be featuring so anyway, this has been Jennifer Dono of YoungFemaleEntrepreneurs.com. Make sure that you check us out on iTunes or on YouTube or on every Thursday at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern, live. See you next Thursday. Oh, oh, oh.